and the cat slept by the furnace in winter and lay in the cool earth there on hot summer days. But since the last moon, the man and his helper had begun to fix, mow, and prune the place, and the cat sensed that his life was about to change. He heard the roar of the man's truck in the drive, and soon after, the rustle of leaves above him. He ducked behind a stone. A child, small and wild-haired, with big, curious eyes, stood on the rise, haloed in a blaze of sun. She lingered, staring, but hearing the man call, she headed back across the field toward the house. The cat followed her at a distance, keeping hidden in the weeds. She waved at the man on the farmhouse porch and startled a flock of goldfinches feeding atop the wildflower blooms. The birds rose skyward in a chittering burst, and her astonished gaze followed their flight. She took in the landscape as the cat would, the rising wind, gathering clouds, a change in the air. The outward signs that she noticed these things were subtle, but he caught them. A flare of nostril, the twitch of an ear, a slight shift of her wide eyes. She looked like a stray, alone in the world, as he was. He liked how she acknowledged the man, but kept apart. How feline of her, he thought. How cat. The man took himself sweating and panting into the house. Explosions of rapping, tapping, whirring, and buzzing poured from the open upstairs windows, irritating the day. The man crossed back and forth in front of the windows, huffing, puffing, and cursing, shouldering lengths of wood, as if he were felling a whole forest inside the house. The girl called up. You okay, Uncle Henry? You want me to call 911? The man snapped back. I'm fine. This house is an ancient piece of junk, hardly fit for a man, much less a child. I could help you if you want. I know about fixing things. Don't be stupid, the man shouted, and went back to work. The girl stomped into the field, ripping wildflowers off their roots with both fists, muttering, Stupid! Nearly twelve and still I got to deal with grown-ups too dumb to see I can do for myself. Did fine with a crazy mama and no daddy, and I don't need him. The cat took in her meaning through every pore and trailed her back across the field, drawn as a thirst to water. The wind was picking up, and her hair blew about her angry face. She stormed over the rise and down the hill into the woods, but once inside the little fence, she grew still and solemn. She set one fistful of flowers on the mounded dirt and the other against a carved stone beside it. Hey, Daddy, she told the stone. Sorry we never met. And to the fresh dog earth, she said, Bye, Mama. You got your wish. The air was heavy and cool and smelled of rain. Winds tossed the treetops, thunder sounded, and lightning veined the sky. Unafraid, the girl roamed the open field and scowled at each of the man's makings while the cat followed in secret. Near the house, she stopped and lifted her nose, 
as though she caught his scent on the air. She stared straight at his hiding place, then turned suddenly and ran inside. The screen door slammed, and that instant it poured. Chapter 1 I'd hoped for better, Henry's being a heart doctor, a job like that you'd think he might actually have a heart. As usual, I pushed the cart down the aisle myself, taking what I needed off the shelves, the new grown-up as useless as those before him, negative help as Mama's friend Manny used to say, negative being less than none. No big deal, grocery shopping and I were old friends along with toilet scrubbing, vacuuming, and wash. Said grown-up, my before-last-Monday-never-heard-of Uncle Henry, trailed behind...